Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us for the first episode of our new Stories of Wise podcast. Stories of Wise is brought to you by the Women in Science and Engineering chapter, also known as WISE, here at the University of Toronto. WISE seeks to empower marginalized groups in STEM and promote a supportive and inclusive environment that helps people achieve their full potential as future engineers, entrepreneurs, and scientists. Stories of Wise seeks to highlight and amplify diverse voices in STEM through different monthly theme interviews found on our Instagram and Medium pages. This year, we're trying to expand our reach with our podcast. We hope to bring on interesting guests and have meaningful discussions that we want to share with you all. This month, our theme is Back to School. We want to shed some light on other amazing STEM clubs focused on empowering marginalized communities here at U of T. Before we begin, we'd like to take some time to introduce ourselves. My name is Ziha. I'm a computer engineering student here at U of T and I'm one of the Stories of Wise editors for the year. And I'm Mesa, an industrial engineering student at U of T. We're both super excited to be hosting this podcast this year. Today, we'll be talking to executive members from other amazing clubs here at U of T that are looking to support women and other marginalized communities in STEM. First up, we have Danielle from U of T Women in Finance, also known as UTWF. We're so happy to have you here today, Danielle. To begin, could you please introduce yourself and UTWF? Hi, everyone. Uh, thanks so much to Baziha and Mesa for having me. Um, I'm Danielle. I'm also an industrial engineering student here at U of T, as well as one of the co-founders and co-presidents of U of T Women in Finance. So broadly, UTWF is an organization focused on bridging the gap between women in STEM and opportunities in the finance industry. And we accomplish that by providing a training program, hosting network events, and creating a community where students can ask for advice, learn about opportunities, and just connect with other women with similar career aspirations. Awesome. Thank you for that. And also, could you tell us a bit more about how you founded U of T Women in Finance last year? Like, what kind of experiences or motivations did you have that led to your decision? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I co-founded UTWF in 2019, actually, between my second and third year. So at the time, uh, UTWF's other co-founder and I were working together at a finance firm, uh, specifically in an internship program that targeted women in STEM who didn't have much experience in finance. So this is a really great experience. And we just realized how valuable it was to be able to connect with other women in STEM who shared our interests and career goals and just be able to talk to them about things, get advice, um, and just kind of go through the process together. So we really just wanted to bring that experience to U of T campus um, for all of the students there. And then UTWF was kind of just born out of that. That's amazing. For listeners that are hearing about UTWF for the first time, can you speak about some of your past events and where you get ideas for what kind of events you want to have? Yeah, definitely. Um, so we've had the chance to host some pretty great in-person and online events over the past few years. So my favorite event so far was a firm day that we held at CBT Investments in Toronto uh, in January 2020, so right before the pandemic hit. Uh, so we were able to have that one in person. And we got to hear from a panel of female professionals have like an informal networking session where we got to mingle with people from the firm and talk to them about their experiences, um, as well as having a tour of the actual trading floor um, of the company. So I think that visiting the firm and getting that like one-on-one -on -one time to talk to people in a more casual environment was a really great event. And it was a really great way for people to build their networks and just see what the industry is really like. Um, we also host a number of recruiting events. 
so small group coffee chats with HR managers so students can learn about specific internship opportunities and brush up on their resumes or interview or networking skills. Um, but what we really focus on when we plan our events is just how we're going to add value. So we try to just pinpoint what we would have wanted to see or hear when we were looking for our first internships or even just considering finance in general. And then figuring out how we can create an event that really showcases that and bring that to the students. Wow, those sound like amazing events. And I really like what you said about, I guess, having a perspective of adding value when you're planning what kind of events you want to have. I think that's super awesome. And I can't wait to see what's in store for UTWF this year. Uh, so while prepping for this interview, I went on to UTWF's Instagram and noticed that you have a very beautiful Instagram page, which you can all check out at UTWF underscore U of T. So your branding, it's very clean and consistent. Can you tell us the story behind that? Yeah, thank you. Um, I actually personally cannot take any credit for the Instagram page at all. That's all on our incredible marketing team. Uh, but I can definitely speak on how we got it started. Uh, so in our inaugural year in 2019-20, we actually didn't have an exec team at all. Um, it was just me and my co-founder. And so our social media was a bit of a mess and basically only on Facebook. So last year, we added a promotions director to the team and it was like night and day. She set up our branding, new logos, all of our graphics and launched our Instagram page. So especially during online school and the pandemic, that was super helpful. Um, and now we're able to reach so many more students, um, share educational content and just connect more directly with our members, which has been really great kind of for us. And also just, so I feel like we can add kind of more value going back to that as well. Um, but yeah, so this year we're planning on just building on top of that a little bit more and just adding more educational material, market news, interactivity, things like that. So yeah, pretty excited for that as well. Yeah, that's really interesting. We're both members of like the marketing team under WISE. So it's really cool to see how like another club at U of T is managing their marketing and trying to reach students. So that's really awesome. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for all these amazing responses, Danielle. Our last question for you is how do you balance extracurriculars and your studies during the school year? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, to be honest, I think the most important things are just organization and communication. So unfortunately for me, time management does not come too naturally. So I really had to put in an effort kind of putting everything in order. Um, and the trick that works best for me personally is just color coding things. I color code everything. So in the calendar in my phone, I have separate colors for like academics and then for club related events and deadlines and things. And then I have a whiteboard calendar as well that's color coded with assignment deadlines, tests, and then UTWF events and deadlines. And then just things I wanna do for myself as well, which is also super important kind of to keep you sane during school and make sure you um, are doing things that you wanna do as well. Um, but having all those deadlines separated out by color, but just still in the same place so you can see it all at once really helps me keep track of things. And then the second thing is just communicating with people. If you're completely swamped with school one week, just let your team know. And in my experience, people are super understanding and like they'll help you out where they can. We're all in the same boat. So there's definitely no shame in asking for help or letting people know if you feel like there's too much on your plate. So I think leaning on my team when it's a little bit 
um, difficult with school and then knowing that they do the same uh, when they're a little swamped has definitely kind of helped that balance. Those are amazing tips and I'm sure our listeners will also find them really helpful. And that concludes our interview with UTWF. Thank you, Danielle, for joining us and taking the time to talk to us. And to our listeners, make sure to check out our Medium article and Instagram posts at Stories of Wise that cover more in depth about what UTWF does. And don't forget to follow UTWF at UTWF underscore U of T to stay tuned in to their exciting initiatives coming up this year. Thank you so much for having me. The next club we'll be introducing is the Association for Women in Mathematics at the University of Toronto or AWM at U of T. Please welcome Sally, AWM's Vice President. Sally, do you mind introducing yourself and AWM to our listeners? Yes, of course. My name is Sally. I am a math specialist student at the University of Toronto as an undergraduate, as well as a women and gender studies minor. So I'm very interested in the intersection between women and gender studies and mathematics. Uh, I am the vice president for the AWM. This is my second year being vice president. And the AWM had almost like a restart last year where we got a brand new executive team with a whole bunch of new ideas. And we've been working strong since then with a, with a new exec this year, continuing the spirit. We host a bunch of social events as well as academic events, including a lecture series where we invite professors as well as industry members to come and speak to students about their jobs and how they got them. Uh, we also host a community discord where we have study spaces, gaming nights, and just general community discussions about any and all topics, creating a wonderful culture for diverse bodies in mathematics at U of T to support each other continuing in the math program at large. Wow, your Discord channel sounds like the place to be. Do you mind maybe telling us a bit about the story of how it was created? Um, we wanted to create a space where you are allowed to be quote unquote bad at math because that is the biggest fear that we all have as math students, that we are someone who is bad at math. And you're allowed to feel that way. You're allowed to be that way. Um, you're just here to enjoy math, not necessarily excel at it, right? You don't need to be Einstein on day one. So we wanted to support each other in, through those moments, as well as support each other through the prioritization of other things. Um, a lot of the math community currently focuses on all math, all the time, always working. And we take a lot of time to post and share photos of our animals, of the food that we make, to talk about the games we like to play, basically to do acts of self-care together. Um, when people always say, oh, practice self-care, take a break, uh, watch a movie, cook your favorite food, pet your cat. We're doing that together. <laughs> um, and so it takes the focus away from you have to do math all the time, every minute of the day, and not really worry about other things uh, so that we can focus on, hey, we want to be humans who are having fun and learning math at the same time. 
and that just happens to be something that we all have in common and get to talk about, but other times we get to talk about other things we have in common or not in common and discuss those things. Oh wow, that sounds really amazing and I guess AWM is really just doing a lot of amazing things for women mathematicians here at the university and I guess the next question we had for you is we just wanted to know a, like a little bit more about how AWM has affected you personally. Um, so do you have any thoughts on the importance of having a club that targets women in mathematics? And also sort of how has your life been impacted by your involvement with AWM? Yeah, I think my, my uh, life has been strongly impacted because around second and third year, I fell out of love with mathematics. I think the culture that existed at U of T was something I attempted to succeed in and couldn't. And I found myself feeling like I didn't fit in and thinking that meant I didn't belong. What ended up happening was I looked into the AWM uh, to see if they were running elections. I just was lucky enough to be looking it up right when they were and decided to run because I had a lot of experience with leadership in other aspects of my life. And I knew I loved organization and committee work. So I thought I care about women's issues and diversity and inclusion. And so the AWM seemed like how I can integrate that part of my life and that part of my knowledge that I've gained at U of T through my Women and Gender Studies program. Um, into my math world. And it ignited a new spark that helped me finish, reach the finish line um, with my math degree as a whole. Through the AWM and the people that I met there, uh, we made sure that our mandate was not to serve math students, but to serve students learning math. So you do not need to be a student enrolled in a mathematics program of some kind, we are happy to and do support a lot of students who are in physics or computer science or chemistry or any other subject that is taking a mathematics course and wants to talk about it and wants to be in a community that, that deals with it. So personally, I was able to find a passion in my new program that with a focus on teaching, that led me to a new career path, that I suddenly realized I want to be a teacher. This is the program I want, not because it is the best or the highest status, but because it is the most useful for me. And that perspective changed, came with the AWM and the new ideas it gave me. Yeah, amazing. That was such an amazing response. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I'm really inspired by the fact that AWM really helped you just come to terms with your journey and that you're, you know, at a really good place now. So I was really inspired by that and I'm really happy for you. And you kind of touched upon this um, in your answer already. But for me personally, one of my favorite things about being a part of WISE is a sense of community and support that, that I'm able to receive from my fellow executives and other members. So I was just wondering, could you talk about the environment and the community that you felt at AWM and maybe some of your favorite moments um, that you've been able to experience in the last couple of years? Yeah, I found that the executive was 
instantly a group of friends. Some of the things we did to help support that environment was at our general meetings, or sorry, at our executive meetings, we had check in and check out questions that had absolutely nothing to do with the AWM. I remember we had one checkout question that was, if you heard a noise that sounded like a squirrel in your kitchen cabinet, would you open it or leave it shut and wait for the landlord? And it was very specific because one of our exec members was currently dealing with that issue. Uh, but we asked other issues, uh, other questions such as, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite thing you did this summer? What do you hate the most about online learning? Uh, what's your favorite, what's the video game that you're obsessed with right now? It's like all these types of random questions that are just get to know you. And that helped really well for the executive to get to know each other. The community at large, to be an AWM member really just means that you've signed up for a mailing list in the technical sense. All you need to do is make sure you're on the mailing list, you get our emails and then you're officially a member. Can't really have anyone like, have any more stringent rules on that. And there's no need, obviously, but we have a Discord channel that you can join, member or not. But if you are a member, you gain more access. And in that Discord, we found a community that is able to chat about experiences, give advice, complain, and listen to each other. We're able to play games together study together has been one of the most efficient, most effective parts of the Discord. There are no official study nights, especially not going on during the summer. I think during midterms, we try and host some study events, but really throughout the year, a few members of the Discord just join the study room channel and start playing music and people join them. And in the chat, you say, oh, I'm going to be here until 10. What are you working on? And as we all know, with online learning, if you're in a Zoom class, it's pretty rare to see everyone with a camera on. But I remember visiting the Discord multiple nights this year and seeing that people were not only in a channel chatting with each other, but they had their video on. Which first off, who does that on Discord? I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> but they turn on their camera and they, are able to see each other as they're just studying and vibing. Uh, you can, and their favorite thing, obviously, is to share each, share their cats. So we, we get to see our cats on camera um, and comment on the cute pets. It's always very fun. But the community there has not only been friendly, but more specifically, it has been understanding and supportive to your experience as a student. So the AWM's community and environment has created a, a welcoming and supportive place on its own through the, just the people that have joined, um, as well as through the action that AWM took to run those events that support those people in the needed ways. Wow, that sounds really amazing. It sounds like an almost all-encompassing community. And 
Um, like Waziha said, I'm really happy that you're able to find the community and Waziha and I are also really happy we were able to find WISE as well. Um, lastly, we were wondering, how do you hope to see AWM grow or change this year and in coming years? Yeah, I think similar to the confessions page, I want to see the AWM shifting from learning how to help to doing the help. And we've done quite a bit of that, but I want to make sure that as the years progress, we stay up to date on what students need. Because it's very obvious that students are gonna need a lot more, a lot of different things than usual because of COVID. Everyone's gonna need support because of the, the way the pandemic is affecting their education. And so if, for example, we said our mission is not to help, it's only to target uh, diversity in math and only target women or gender minorities in mathematics, uh, and COVID doesn't only affect them, we won't talk about COVID, that isn't efficient in being able to help women and gender minorities in mathematics. Uh, they experience COVID too. They experience lockdowns and restrictions. So if we didn't think about those things, we wouldn't be thinking about all the things that affect them. Um, which is just another, it's just an aspect of uh, intersectionality in terms of making sure we talk about larger things to help the, the people that we want to. Um, we also wish to get funding. That would be fun. Um, since we're so new, it's difficult to get any money. So we would like to establish a more regular funding and spending schedule for the club. That would be cool. Uh, and we've already seen a bit of a rebranding. We had a logo contest last year uh, that went amazingly. And I'm very happy with the results because personally, I was had my favorite choice one um, because it is purple and I love purple. So I'm glad that the, those are our official colors now and no longer uh, blue and green. But uh, yeah, we want to just support students where they are. And so if we're able to stay up to date with where they end up being, uh, we want to make sure that we are able to help them effectively and diversify the population that we can help. Because we definitely switched from a lecture series that focused on academia guests only, such as professors at the university coming in and speaking, uh, to now we are reaching out to industry professionals to talk about jobs that are not just within the institution. You don't need to graduate from the University of Toronto and want to teach at the University of Toronto. Sometimes you want to do something. Um, and so we are going to be having talks from professionals who use their degree in a math related subject to get a job and be professional and do wonderful things outside of education. Wow, that all sounds very exciting. Um... We also like your new logo. We also like the color purple and I hope funding goes well for you as well. And well, well, yeah, that concludes our interview today with the AWM. Thank you so much to Sally for joining us and taking the time to talk to us today. And to our listeners, make sure to read our Medium articles and Instagram posts at Stories of Wise to learn more about the AWM. And please follow the AWM at 
U of T Women in Math to keep in touch with what they've got planned this year.